that's not for this. How much? I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go Luffy and just fucking I'm a third guest hey, on yo, this when, house. When we do guys night, whenever we do guys night, and we go see DBZ. We can like rant about houses. Oh my gosh! <laughs> don't live in California, guys. Just don't. Just don't. what are you talking about? It's beautiful. Politics are a little squeaky at times, but fuck it. Gas is seventeen dollars, but a bike's like cheap. <laughs> Where are you gonna bike it? <laughs> I live, I live in North Park. They just took away parking to add a bike lane. Also, if any, if you, I used to work with people who like work the city bus and they were like, yeah, man, it was just part of the day. You would just like love tap people who were parked on the side of the road with like a, with a bus. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think that's a love tap, is it? That's kind of a, that's kind of like a, a violent a, thrust. That's a big hug. It's not a love tap. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, like common Michelle, practice was just the second uh, one's missing a bunch of mess pages. it up. The uh, so let's start here. Let's start with the chat. It's like missing right? every other page. Also, Jake, you want to might want to mute your mic before <laughs> Jake, you, you want to mute. Jake, <laughs> you want to mute your mic. <laughs> yeah, no spouse. Don't tell your taxes no. unless you're going to drop Sorry. your social security right now. <laughs> hey, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, like, speaking of taxes, everyone's bounties went up. <laughs> so, do we want to start there, or do you, I want? I kind of want to go into like the whole. Okay, let's start there because I guess it's topical. Everybody's bounties went up. Chopper, add another you zero. Say, fuck you. Chopper added another zero. I know what you want to say. Fuck you. I don't. You don't actually. I kind of wanted to talk a lot about. Um, uh, the Jimbe and like whether I could I, I wanted to talk a little bit about that but we can wait till like the other end I want to discuss three major things and y'all can tell me if you think that I'm full of shit or not also buggy's worth more than Luffy yeah fuck know, yourself it's yeah it's, <laughs> so buggy and, is, and is completely is a just a, he is just a fucking was a good chapter. poster boy it's an no it's a perfect chapter I think everything the, everything we said that cross guild was is exactly what we thought it was uh right down to mihawk going i don't want all this attention he can have it <laughs> can we can, there's three things i think matter in this chapter a um speaking of and now red is doing huge but we just got confirmation this chapter that another movie is absolutely the character was already canon and now we got an event in the movie that is super canon which is um, Mihawk being the Navy hunter. Now, have you guys seen Film Z? No. So Zephyr is the Admiral prior to Aokiji, oh, Akainu, yeah. and... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he like leaves to do the Neo-Navy Correct. Stuff. Do you know his backstory, which just got I confirmed in this chapter? I don't know his backstory, but I do remember that the... So Z isn't canon, but the backstory to Z is. Correct. The character yeah. Z is. And the character Z, the reason why he left the Navy is because a pirate cut off his arm, killed everybody on his Navy ship, and said, fuck you, I'm out. Which Did they, did they say that was Mihawk in the, but, in the movie? No, there's, you, it's undisclosed in the movie. Okay. But Mihawk... After a thousand chapters, where the only person we've ever been believed that this fucker ever drew swords with was Shanks, and the one time he stabbed Zoro with a pocket knife. Nah, yeah, 
he is yeah, the yeah. navy hunter out of nowhere i'm like wait a yeah. minute not out, not out of nowhere i so i i saw that and i was like we, we've been talking about this for like the better part of what six months seven months what did mihawk do to become a warlord that's bodied a, a really I bodied that's a really <laughs> that's a really good fucking way to become a warlord not even bodying an admiral even if that's like, like something you infer just the navy hunter <laughs> is a really good uh audition yes uh, mr <laughs> Mihawk, like sir, we would like you to like, stop killing us uh how... you want a free title <laughs> You would have thought a lot more people would have like objected to him being, you know, admitted then, given what he De- was doing. It depends your, on who he, it depends Find on him? who he hunted though, right? <laughs> like if uh if they confirm that Zephyr was like, hey, this guy took on an admiral and mutilated him. Oh, I think he did the fact like it it that's all speculation, it's all theory crafting, which I love. This whole podcast is that. Uh, I don't want to fit Z in because I don't know where I would fit it in. Oh, it's just Mihawk's backstory. Because Z is like 10 years or 15 years prior to the story. So Z kind of fits perfectly in Mihawk's backstory of Mihawk. The backstory fits. It's it we it it's like episode zero, how that fits, but strong world, you kind of have to shoehorn oh. in. Like where I would put Z is right after Punk Hazard, but Law's on the ship. I wanted to put Z in really bad, so but I, I don't, can't. So I don't think Z's story of the movie fits anywhere. And yeah, that's what I'm only I going off of. I think Oda... Z and Gold are two movies that just don't yeah. fit anywhere. Oda's only confirmed that Z is a canon character and that he was the admiral that helped train Aokiji, Akainu, and Kizaru. And so, so he would have been an admiral essentially at the same time, like Garp was up for the position, but never took it. Yeah. Um, which fits with uh, Mihawk's story essentially because, well, when Shanks lost his arm about 14 years ago before the story started, well, Mihawk needed somebody to take his fucking anger out on, like, all right, my sparring buddy's out. I'm going to take your fucking arm. <laughs> well, they even said in this chapter, unless the translation's garbage, which the site we looked at, I can't I can't wait to actually look at the pictures. What? We should have uh, just not read the chapter. That was not worth it. It was, and you're <laughs> wrong. Uh, this is a wonderful yeah, chapter. I, I learned that Luffy's in a cage, probably. Uh, <laughs> no, right. I was wondering for like, and and I got cross skills backstory. No, I. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot, dude. Oh, it's a huge yeah. chapter. I, I, you talk about wanting a backstory on like learn getting up some Mihawk flashback. I want to know crocodiles. Like, what what has crocodile been doing since, uh, fired and thrown an impel down? to now to go from 80 million to a billion 90 oh so i think well, that, I, so i, I think easy. all the x cons got like a massive raise oh yeah like just, all the level for, all the level six yeah just for a factor of being but like breaking out i i think they got a big raise for that but i feel like crocodile is doing like some maybe maybe it's because he's tied to an emperor crew that's so they i was like, gonna well, say that, they, they all that's they the all shot up itself. because of that because that's like katakuri range no that's yeah. a thousand percent that all of he is the quote-unquote 
third in command, or if if Buggy's the Emperor, he's second in command to Mihawk, who's, by the I, way, once again, of all the cool shit we got with Mihawk, Mihawk's fucking bounty is 3.5. Your boy is not to be fucked with. Is like, Mihawk's 3.5? He is 2. a 3... 5? No, okay. he is a 3.5 bill. He is now the... He's only, more than Buggy, huh? Yes. The only characters awesome. confirmed with a higher bounty are Big Mom, M.I.A., Kaido, M.I.A., yeah. Shanks, I fine, Whitebeard, dead, Roger, dead. I, I don't even want to count dead people. You're oh, dead. The, yeah, your, the, oh, the your bounty, Shanks. you know what your bounty is? Shit, it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're dead. With, with the exception of, and I'm Claim. really so, sad, Yeah, someone got it. <laughs> the only other person who theoretically has a higher bounty than Mihawk at this point, excluding Shanks, is Beckman. And that's only because... Um, we know we don't know anything about Beckman. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the trailers uh, for Red because since nobody knows shit about anybody in the fucking Red Hair Pirates, they had to like throw like these one line quotables and they couldn't just use the the funny line. The funny joke is like the Red Hair Pirates are just the deadbeat dads of the world, and they all just decided to get together and be like, "Hey, you didn't watch your kid either? Fuck yeah, let's drink." Um, but absolutely the case. Yeah, uh, there's like Beckman is quote unquote his in his in the preview, they're like he's the only man that's comparable to Shanks. So Beckman is probably the only person with a higher bounty than Mihawk besides Shanks at this point. Um yeah, I was I was excited for the Mihawk stuff because I think it's interesting when you show once again the biggest mismatch in the history of this entire series. Your boy was rocking a 3.5, I think, prior to being a warlord. I think just I think dearming an admiral does that. He might have been worth a bill and then like became I still think he was one of the first warlords. Oh, I think he's I think this kind of I think he, I think he's one warlord. of the reason. Yeah. And I then think, like, you know, siding with an organization that is targeting Marines like he him coming back out of retirement. They're like, all right, we'll bump it up. And it's you're the number three on a crew. Sure. Not too. You won't. He's, is, he's, I guess he would be first mate, right? Yeah. Even though, even though crocodile, crocodile is like, I loved his. I love the kid parallel with crocodile, where he's like, "This is bullshit. This is my idea." <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to kill some fucking marines, and now it looked like I saved Buggy the clown. <laughs> Do you know how a. a um, and I'm and I'm kind of rambling here a little bit. Man, you know, when you just see that spread for the first time, it's gonna look so good. Oh, I, I know, can't right? I can't wait to actually <laughs> see anything in this chapter, Jake. Do you, you know, see you see I watched it like this. That's that's exactly hello. Hello, Nami's yeah. mad, and Jinbei's having a good time. I kept waiting for the, the lens on my eyeballs to adjust. Um, yeah, well, these are real now, so that's how bad the chapter was. I lost everything. Crocodile is a genius, by the way. So uh, I was yes, starting I to agree. think that prior to this chapter, I was like, maybe it was Buggy's idea to put like bounties on Marines because Buggy was running not only a arms race, which apparently he was also terrible at. Um, he, he took over Doflamingo's operation. I um so but he was apparently terrible and borderline broke but 
Hell yeah. He lost his Giants. I mean, he says all the way back in uh, Dress Rosa, he's like, wait, they were our biggest earners. Like, mm-hmm. Dress Rosa fucked Buggy. <laughs> what? I love that. What What's he doing in Dress Rosa? Or what, they just flashed to him. They, yeah, they so they were kind of piggybacking off of the whole underworld arms trade thing. Yeah. And Doflamingo was like, like the guy, the Joker was the, like the guy. And so Buggy tried like taking over Joker's spot, kind of like uh, Walter White tries to take over Gus Fring and Breaking Bad. Um, I don't, I don't even know that reference. You never, you never saw, <laughs> uh, Jake never saw that. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Justin, you don't matter. But oh, Jake, you never saw Breaking Bad. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, but like, kind of like any crime shit, like one guy takes over another, like the yeah. Kingpin's organization, and then he found out he lost Hajruda into the Straw Hats, and he was like, "That's okay, we have four other giants," and they were like, "No, Hajruda took the other giants with him," and, yeah. and but he went, "Fuck, I got to pay all these people." <laughs> oh yeah, but. Buggy, um, Buggy's a real businessman. He went, fuck. <laughs> but, but because he was running a mercenary business as well, I was starting to think like, hey, maybe Buggy did come up with the idea of like hunting Marines to make more money. Um, then I yeah. then when we got the I Marine Hunter line, I'm like, how fucking brilliant is Crocodile that he starts Marine bounties after getting which, assumably. Uh, uh, Assuming the high up Marines already know, you get the Marine Hunter himself and go, bitch, we back in business. Yeah. Like, like I, I wonder if he used that as a piggyback. Like, he was oh, like, was oh, absolutely. the Warlords went out and that was like, he was like, all right, cool. Now I can implement my idea because who's more pissed off at losing their Warlord? Like, oh, yeah. probably, I, I'm sure the logic was like, oh, a lot of the pirate, like, we can't just be pirates again yeah uh because we're the government dogs basically dogs to the government is what the warlords are considered so yeah. in order to save your reputation and make it so pirates don't fuck with you you yeah put, you put bounties on the on the marines which I, I really hope we actually get to see one by the way i'm yeah. i'm guessing mihawk's entire uh background was he just wanted to fight some dudes and then accidentally hurt the like wrong marine and it just escalated from there <laughs> well i'm sure he was challenged he was like by never tried yeah sure he, he was challenged, he challenged by a bunch by of swords they picked the fight just... and then he was like never like going out of his way it just like blew up and then they kept coming after him and then he's like all these marines keep coming after him and he's the marine hunter suddenly how how cool of a parallel though where the marine hunter trained the pirate hunter. Oh that's yeah. Re- that's fucking cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, that's a thousand marine, percent is. And the marine hunter became a dog of the marines and then the other one became, became a pirate. A pirate. No, Mihawk yeah. was no, <laughs> I, I love that. I love that so much. I will always stand with Mihawk was since the inception of the story was always treated differently. Like if you take all of, of the warlords. <laughs> no, this is just cuz all of the warlords, right? They all did it quote unquote for their own a crew. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, that's why he's he's yeah, been he called the cruelest emperor like in the fan base for damn near a decade now. Cause it's like 
what the fuck does homie do? Like, he's got no crew. He chills on it. No, he does have a crew. And it's going to be fucking hilarious if Cross Guild has to fight and all the fucking monkeys run out first. You know it's happening, though, right? Like, it's, uh, he brought the baboons with him. <laughs> he's going to bring Corona with him, too. Like, oh, my gosh. Ghost Girl comes back because of this reason. I love I loved Simp Mr. 3, like, oh, boss i've been waiting for you (laughs) i was like i was like i I, just finishing reading alabasta and i'm like he was a simp then too yeah i just i love this i know i I was like Like, he's like perfectly in character like this is like he got he i think one of the last times he sees crocodile he gets tossed crocodile tosses him in the the, banana uh, banana crocodile tank yeah yeah and like he's like i go die you're worthless and so Mr. Even not being that. No, he's a bootlicker for sure. But oh, he's, yeah. he's, he's on bootlicker. It's been so. his rep the entire time. Because oh. I mean he tried to kill the other two, uh Mr. Five and whatever. Yeah. Okay. Miss all Sunday, Just... double Sunday, Wednesday, some shit. No, Sunday was it's Robin. Not... Yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah. No, that's Vivi. Yeah. Vivi was Wednesday. Who cares? Yeah, they're all oh, anyway. Miss Miss, um, I have a weight fruit. That dumb bitch. Um no, the, no. Hers could have been cool. No, no, no. No, it could have. That power Oda literally yeah. showed like that power was stupid. It's like look, you know, I could fall favorite, down really could, fast. Yo, my Zoro goes though, step to the left. It oh, could have been cool for you, like you someone forget, that was though. like just not only using the fruit power. You guys forget that a similar fruit was on Doflamingo's crew and it was used to take out a giant. So which fruit? Uh, uh, it was like one? mock mock oh mock vice, yeah. He could yeah, move his weight. Yeah, and he like broke Hajrudin's back with it. Do you know Mock Vice only had like um I think when I was reading the bounty cards, your boy's only worth like twenty. Twenty thousand? Twenty mil for a fucking crew for a member of Doflamingo's family and he was the lowest bounty yeah, like, I think he's like in the 19 or 20, something like that. And it's yeah. like, that's how you know. Oda hates weight fruits. And so he just kind of <laughs> like, anyone who has a weight fruit is garbage in his eyes. A thousand percent. So he used it to take out a giant. <laughs> I want to have a hypothetical conversation with you guys real quick, because I was really excited. Like, so I love this chapter in terms of what it did is we got the cross guild backstory. We got the new bounties. We also got some, which Jake. Uh, Oda heard you talking shit and was like, "You think Jinbei can't fit in with the crew? I'm gonna show it you." Was good. Like, it was good. Yeah, I, I I was like glad he immediately. I think he was probably very aware of that concern. Yeah, and he's like, "Okay, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna finally, I'm gonna just slide this in there." So it was nice. It was nice getting Jinbei working. Confirmed, Nami, <laughs> Nami is <conqueror> <laughs> Yeah, Nami is Nami is the conqueror of the sea. Um. Nami having what's her bounty now? Like six hundred mil, seven hundred, three hundred. Nami 300, wanted 70. herself. Nami was like, "Fuck, I'm worth a lot of money. What if I like?" Just I know she's like, she's like, "I'm gonna turn myself <laughs> in, homie." Like, I, oh. I was really sad. Robin was almost worth a billion. That's I like, impressive. I was she like, "Should have been just rack it up to a one. Just rack it up. To one. It's okay." Um, I feel no. like if anyone of the if anyone on the crew should be at least a billion that it wasn't it's definitely her i love i love that frankie was the ship yeah in his <laughs> that's like the the fucking with each other's uh dude Bounty the posters. fucking ship oh uh, yeah the like because what was it before it was general frankie right yeah yeah 
And he, he was like, oh, fuck, it's not me. And now it's the ship. Come on. That's really funny. Oh, it's fantastic. You know that's going to come back, too, where it's like the ship's docked somewhere. And then someone's like, holy oh, shit. Yeah. Like, that's how people won't fuck with it. They'll go, oh, my God, it's a member of the Straw Hats. And then they'll run away. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, I want to have the, the hypothetical combo here with you because I was kind of hoping we would also see, and I hope we get it next chapter or within the next two chapters. I want to see Marine Bounties like really badly. Now, I, don't think I want we'll get to ask next chapter. I feel like we'll get, well, we might. Sorry, I didn't. That's, that's it. It depends how far we go into cross guild. Oda really has a lot of directions to play with at the moment. So like, I'm not even going to try to predict where next chapter goes. We're getting, uh, if you say a break, I'll just, I was going to say, oh yeah, Kasabo ended the chapter at the phone call. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is, that's also interesting, but we'll get to that in a second. Cause dragon had some interesting things to say. Um, excuse me. What do you think if you made a bounty? Because bounties, I think, are in a really weird place right now. Is that we're at the end of the game or the end of the story, essentially. And the bounties are cool to look at, but no one's really trying to actually collect any of these bounties. Like, these bounties are all reserved for, essentially, the admirals and other high-level pirates. Like, nobody's really looking to get Luffy's three or Kid's three. Um, or I am. Well, there you go. <laughs> Nami's gonna turn herself, but yeah. what's the dollar to berry ratio? Oh, there's <laughs> a there's a book on that. You can look it up online how much it actually cost in the One Piece world for something, and they will give you a translation for cabbages to berry. So how many cabbages you can yeah, buy per the it's berry tough. someone is worth. And it's one piece is expensive as fuck to live in. I'd be a pirate too. <laughs> like, yeah, it's expensive as fuck for like no reason. <laughs> Oh, this one dollar sign is that Oda one, forgot about. <laughs> one dollar <laughs> created the entire exchange rate. Berries. One dollar is equal to 43 berries. A dollar is equal to 43 berries, so That's it has it a stronger like. conversion rate than the Japanese yen. Damn, <laughs> yeah, right? It's a hundred, hundred yen to a dollar. Oh, is uh. Uh, to the bounties, but it's, it's why I think the bounties though are and why Oda did it is to make bounties still interesting because bounties at one point were kind of like this weird little power level, like a play on power levels. I don't have to say how strong you are because yeah. I could throw influence into your bounty. So it's like, yes, technically the three highest bounties we're aware of are probably the three strongest characters. That's Kaido, Whitebeard, and Roger. But if you have enough influence, your Shanks, who has a higher bounty, um, than someone who at the time might be quote unquote weaker than you. How much do you think a Navy Admiral is worth if you had to put like if they put bounty posters on the three current Navy Admirals, what do you think their bounties are like? Um well it'd have to be in the billions, right? I mean yeah agreed. it would I think it'd have to be comparable to the warlords in some way. Okay, so uh, or not warlords, excuse me, the emperors. On so some. I mean, like, I, I think I feel not, like excluded we'll kind of for a second. Excluded kind of just the three okay. regular admirals. I want to play a little game here. The three admirals give them a bounty. Uh, let's um, Kizaru is probably worth one point five. Really? Damn, yeah. that's low. I, I I thought that was low too. Yeah. I, Barely your boy's literally, by the, remember, your boy's got in his history 
he kicked the shit out of everybody that's currently worth three billion. Right I'd say, now. Yeah, 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 I'd say he's like three billion. Yeah, maybe well, like four. You guys are for Kizaru, and then the other you, two are much. You guys less. are forgetting though. He didn't want anything to do with Beckman. I think Beckman's worth. I think Beckman is right. I think Beckman Beckman's Shanks like, is at four something, right? Shanks is at four something. Okay, I think Beckman is like five, a pussy right? hair yeah. under Shanks. I think Beckman's right at four. Beckman could be. I think Beckman's at like three, two, two and a half to three. Um, so I, I, I would probably put them all about. I, I would put. I think he's over three. You think Kizaru's over three? I think, uh, Beckman's over three. Because he's like maybe, such a small maybe. crew. What's, what's what's uh what's Shanks is four point something? I think Shanks is no Shanks isn't in the fours. I don't think actually. Now that I'm thinking about this, I, I think, think Shanks is like three point. No, his yeah, the vo- Oh the... my god, guys, the volume for the the like whole special release thing for the movie is literally called four volume four billion after his bounty. Yeah, we talked about uh, yeah. Shanks is like a little over four bill. So I would say Beckman is like two and a half to three. I'll I'll stand by that. Okay. I'm not mad at that. I think in now I think Beckman's going to be crazy because I think they want to do something special with him. But like that is technically makes him the highest right hand of any emperor by like a mile. Because I think Marco is just under two. So Shanks right now is four billion forty eight thousand or yeah forty eight million nine hundred thousand. So okay. in that vein, I would say Kizu is like three point five. Okay, and then I I feel like Beckman is pro or maybe like low three hundreds, and then Beckman might be a little higher than that. But we don't know what their actual like mm-hmm. bounties are. We don't, right? There's no like no. Security. There's no confirmation on okay. bounties. No, um, I I think I will do. I'll I'll stick with one point five for Kizaru. So maybe wrong. maybe two, um, and then Fujitora, Fujitora. That's the thing, Fujitora and Greenball. I feel like they have to be like over one by virtue of being admirals, but neither Fujitora's probably got a worse rep, or uh, Greenball's probably got a worse rep. Whereas, so I think like. Kizaru has to be at least over two. two. I feel, yeah. I'll, I'll move it to two for Kizaru, and then maybe two for... You think, oh man, how lazy are they where it's like the admirals are just like blanket two across? I mean, Oda did that literally with Kid Law and Luffy. Yeah, yeah right. he was like fuck this shit. He's like, all y'all niggas is three. I'm not throwing out any more extra numbers because he does give random ass ex- like Shanks being four billion and forty eight. Like it's like dog. Really, yeah, like, it's they, like you, no. you had to stretch for the extra forty eight grand. No, you know, you know what it's it like. Is. That's the make or break it amount. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, I'm gonna the, go after this it, guy for that extra forty eight thousand. It's the it's the what is what's the difference between Zoro and Jinbei ninety thousand or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout <laughs> to Jinbei by the way having a fucking humongous pony well i mean he was previously warlord all the ex-warlords get like a huge jump i like yeah yeah, i like that trend but also like confirmed luffy's three admiral or three commanders all over a bill yeah which is probably the only reason robin isn't over a bill that's fair frankie's been shafted 
Shane like he hasn't done anything. Yeah, yeah. And Brady was. Yeah, I, mean, I mean by Oda. <laughs> oh, I know. Not, you want to you want to talk about not giving a crew member a moment? Where's my Frankie love? Yeah, Senior Please. Pink. Um, yeah, all the love is from Senior Pink. <laughs> all right, and then what do you got? Um, Green Bull at Matt. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and you know what? No half-assing it, Matt. Like, get a specific Oda-esque number. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll say. I want random digits. One point one two six. Selling a house here. (laughs) Yeah, one billion one hundred twenty-six mil. And how much is Chopper worth? A thousand? Yeah. Uh, we'll do half that and, and five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be there was like the random numbers used to be five hundred and one, like, excuse me. He plays yes. on words or homonyms, and so they sounded out like funny words. I don't know if that's still the trend, which is why he does it, but I know at one point that was Otis thing is he made those random numbers in the bounty were like jokes on his mind. And I'm like, that's how you know this man sits in a box all day and writes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I, need, I need jokes. I like I the, I so like the idea that he was like, it sounds funny to me, which means like in Japanese, the, the rhythm and the musicality of it. Mm-hmm. Very funny. There's a, there's a lot of, um, there's just so much like pun humor in the language. Oh, yeah. Well, it could also be a bit thing too, because he knows that, someone in the anime has to say that number so it's not like someone is just reading it on a page right no that's, that's even better he a, knows someone's some, gonna say something <laughs> some dude in a sound booth has to read off four billion forty eight million nine hundred thousand and that's very funny uh, what <laughs> like, you got uh, what do you got green bull at jake um, what was Matt's number? I uh, spaced out after the first few digits. You're right. Uh, one point one two six. All right. Um, Don't say five hundred. One point one. I'd say one point two. Wait, you said one point two. Shit. Uh, I'll go higher. 1.3. I don't think he's like super high. It's. I don't. I feel like if anything, he would actually be higher than Fujitora. So, like, I'd say, you know what, Fujitora is one point three, mm-hmm. and then um, Green Bull's one point six. Just because, uh, I mean, he has like a very violent reputation. And same thing with a, uh, um, what's his name? Like Kid. Kid's uh, bounty was way bigger because um, he was violent. Yeah. So I feel like if anything, there, there's a very reasonable correlation that his would be high, higher than Fuji Torres. And then Kizuru's would just be um, the highest by default of time and be, essentially being a Kainu's second hand. Jim right is hand. just high because everyone's racist. There we go. <laughs> He's actually the weakest member of the Straw Hat. <laughs> Chopper so, could kick his ass any day of the week. <laughs> Chopper so, is so pissed in this chapter. I love... I, I love the, this bit. And then Robin's giving him cotton candy. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was great. I can't so, wait to actually see that, Jake. I, I, know. <laughs> I know. So I have much higher... Um... Now, there's one of two ways I think this goes. A, I think all the admirals top out of the billion, and that's only because Crocodile's conceded, and he won't give them a higher bounty than he has. I don't that's think... great. Yeah, I actually fully... 
I'm fully on board with that. But if he doesn't, and Oda gives them like the quote unquote respective bounty treatment, um, I have Kizu at three point five. I've got uh, Green Bullet three point three. Yes, I do think that the more violent nature towards pirates does make him a higher bounty than Fujitora, and Meteors ranks in at three point one. That's if they get standard bounty treatment, because yes, I do think they have essentially emperor level comparable bounties. Now. There's two people I think that get higher bounties than them, though. Um, what would you give a Kainu's bounty? I would give him four, four. Yeah, I think. Like, I've... if we're doing it in terms of scale, relating like how every all the other characters are, like four, um, less than Shanks, so like thirty-eight, <laughs> four thousand and thirty-eight. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'd probably give a Kainu four and a half in that range. I think four is a really good number for him. Um, I think the comp for a Kainu is he is essentially Kaido, but a Marine. It is a absurdly, it's probably the most world's most powerful Marine on top of he is the commander of the world's greatest military force. So it's like, if you need to take someone out, and and by the way, nobody's getting fucking paid from this. Like, if you pull up to Crocodiles, if you pull up to Cross Guild with the Kainu's head dog, they are shooting you in the back of yours. Like, I'm you ain't telling you that's Wait, how that's how you um, tie Blackbeard into it. Blackbeard takes out. Crocodile's bounty is one point nine. So I mean, I thought it was one point one nine. Yeah, I know it's so hard to read. <laughs> that's what I was like. Nine. I thought it was it's it, one point nine. Yeah. Oh, okay. you like fucked me. So up he's higher that. than Zoro and Sanji. Yeah, he's yeah. higher than everyone but Luffy. Yeah. Damn. Luffy has the weakest crew. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he has the strongest crew. They're just bounty fucked up. They kill they still call him. Now, Zoro, by the way, I don't, the bounty. I don't know, quick man. topic. They finally changed his fucking name if the translation's worth a shit. But like he's no longer pirate hunter Zoro after a thousand fucking chapters and yeah. not being a fucking pirate hunter. They're like, I call him i think it was like swords master or some shit no it's he's still pirate hunter zoro uh go fuck yourself yeah. uh i i was it? like i was tripping because i was like has frankie always been called iron man frankie because that's cool i think no, he they, has uh did they add that post time skip no that might be because when frankie reads it out he always says it's general frankie because that's the picture they used but he might be called iron man frankie i'm not 100 percent sure i think that. it's been there it's on the wiki like that but i don't know hold on and the wiki usually takes a little bit yeah um so we're all in agreement on a kind of right yeah it's say sword master pirate hunter zoro um, yeah because <laughs> they don't they don't want to call him first mate by the way, my favorite running bit so far of the Straw Hats is Zoro just calling everybody by a fucking number. Like, yeah. shut up, four. <laughs> He's like, Sanji got that's, demoted. That's been the best bit since, like, what, Water 7? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm gonna ask... Oh, yeah, okay. He was Cyborg Frankie before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now he's Iron Man Frankie. That's a weird. To change. be fair, he's even more of a that cyborg. That could totally yeah. be a translation. It thing. could be a yeah. translation. Like weird. to be fair, yeah, like that. That does I, sound like a big translation difference. Yeah, and we're not. None of us are exactly like the most confident that what we read is a uh, word for word perfect. <laughs> you guys are full of shit. Oh, Gengar's mad at you for doubting. 
Now, I want to ask the other question is, should Akainu be the highest bountied Marine? No. Who should be the highest? Oh, Jake, the president. Wait for it. Before I we, say, we, before no, I say we, yes or no. We both have an idea, right? Because <laughs> I, when you when you brought up this question, my brain immediately went to Garp and like, oh, how much should Garp the hero be? <laughs> That's exactly where I was like, I, I think like if you're them, like Garp hasn't like been like in direct conflict with like anyone involved. No one wants to like. That wake. doesn't matter. I, that makes Garp even more perfect because Garp has. The only Garp has a one of one title. Garp is essentially Roger to the Marines. Like there is no other hero. We got other admirals. We've seen other fleet mm-hmm. admirals. Kong has his little fucking commander and chief top. Only one nigga has the name hero. And if you kill Garp, who is still to the world, like you don't you don't kill Garp. You don't kill Garp, but I'm saying you, like, you give you, him a bounty so high nobody fucks with him. <laughs> make it 10 you coward <laughs> like where is his bounty because i uh, my immediate brain i was like garp's five garp nah. is the pirate king equivalent of the marines i'm gonna say seven that's roger didn't even get that high yeah i know <laughs> nobody nobody wants to fuck with garp i'm gonna say seven because I thought send Goku for a second, and I'm like, okay, what about the other past, past fleet down? And I'm like, no, I'll put, I'll put, I'll put send Goku at like five. He's like retired. Like, would so you? So Garp. Put... Yeah, no, but they, Garp's they, not they... retired. Garp is Garp is a Garp. Se- they're both they semi retired. They keep the face of we're in the Marines, but neither. That's why Garp literally tra- travels the world eating cookies and going, yeah, fuck it. I guess I'll show up. I here mean, today. I could have fully believed he did that. On the clock. <laughs> That's also true. Like, like here, here, here's why. Uh they they're they're both really high, and I really want Garp to be like higher like, like than anything number. in the world, right? Yeah. Because he is uh a monkey. He's a monkey D. And so I like the idea that he would be like, ha, look how much I'm worth. Like he would get yeah. such a kick of having a wanted poster. Oh, absolutely. You know, he would, <laughs> I, yeah. need be, I need that page. I need that page. If, I need, if anything, I need he go- would get mad if his number was lower than someone else. Yeah, if it was lower than Luffy's, he would be like, I'll kill him. I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they only they only made, gave me 900,000. I'm going to kill the entire Straw Hat crew. Because <laughs> that kid's a bitch. Take it from, take it from me. <laughs> I feel I feel like we have to get that bit now just because it's it's oh, like it's, it's there perfect. it's right there yeah and it's how you bring Garp into the story like um like Garp will always pseudo be evolved in the story and I don't want him to do like be in a major fight uh because I think he is a legacy character and I would rather most of them sit this final saga out um no I don't see I, Sengoku get his head ripped off I, I Jake his is Buddha, violent. His Buddha brain, his Dude, Buddha brain like, just spills out everywhere. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Just like glowing guts. <laughs> come on, tell me, tell on after that image. Tell me, I, see I mean, <laughs> I like I said, I've been consistent about this, and I just want to. I think the legacy characters being there is cool, but I don't want to see them be like, like. Like I genuinely like the way Garp was used at Marine Ford, which is he had two legitimate actions besides crying about "fuck my grandson's gonna die," which yeah. is he punched Marco in the face, and then 
he was the only person that Whitebeard gave like a half ass head nod to, and it's like, all right, fuck it, Scar. Like, can yeah. can this old no, fucker just I die already? I don't want to. I don't want to have to watch him die. I don't want to have to watch. Actually, God. no, he's the only one I don't want to watch. The Sengoku can die. I don't care about Sengoku. But <laughs> I don't. I don't want to go through the whole. Like I oh, feel yeah, like it'd Garp be too much. Luffy yeah, I feel like yeah. that'd be too much of a cliche at this point. We we got also, that. With I just don't Ace. think he's in the story enough to like. Yeah, he's not the forefront. You know what I mean? It wouldn't mean anything. It would just be kind of like J.K. Rowling like killing off a bunch of characters at the end of a Harry yeah. Potter. Where yeah, like, it would just be this like, is this is for the really sake sad, of it. but like you're just killing him to kill him. It doesn't make sense. I um, do. I do think. To, to really quick cap off uh, Garp, which I don't get a lot of legitimate chance to talk about. Um, I want to pitch this idea to you as I was thinking about bounties. The only thing I think I want to see Garp do in this final saga is I want to see so our our, our for sure canon not movie affiliated uh, page of Shanks is he's hockey is scary which once again adds to I'm on a Mihawk hype train at the moment. How much of a fucking monster is Mihawk that he fought this guy that makes everybody else shit their pants. And B, I would like a Garp Shanks conversation because Garp is probably the only other person that is that close because of his relationship with Roger probably knows what the one piece is. And Shanks in manga said, yo, we're going to get this shit. If Garp, pulled up to where shanks was not at the one piece let's say like right before right so put your hypothetical spot on the map right before he'd get there and garp can just be like straight up like yo i'm 70 something i'm not gonna fight you if i wanted to kill you i need to do about 10 years ago i'm too old now but to have like a legit conversation between those two um because garp has sucked the only thing he sucked at his whole life is he can't stop his family from becoming pirates or criminals Mm-hmm. And so to have the conversation with Shanks, like, look, how did you do it? Like, I never got through to this kid, and I threw him in forest. I punched the shit out of him. I beat his dad up. Like, I've tried everything with my fist to get this kid to not be a little jackass. How did you connect to him? And I think a Garp Shanks conversation right before that point in the world. And I think there's enough. I think Shanks. Respect is the wrong word, but I do think there's enough like respect slash fear of no, I don't think Garp could take Shanks out anymore. He's too old. But I also think Shanks realizes if he fought Garp, it's too much collateral damage. Like you're not getting out of that fight without crew member dying or being severely injured right before trying to go get the one piece. Yeah. Um, but I think that's like a perfect spot for Garp to fit in where it's like, okay, we can close out Garp's story. We know what he is. He's the hero of the Marines, crazy strong. And he sucks at trying to stop his family from becoming criminals. And you end off with Shanks, and it's like, okay, cool. Because then it lets Shanks resolve. Because the only two characters he's really got connections to, or three characters he has connections to, is Garp to some degree, but mostly because of Luffy, and Blackbeard. And you can yeah. wrap up all three of those um, in Shanks' story. So... That is my one place I think Garp fits in this final saga. I don't want to see him fight anyone, though because his legacy is already established. Um, I do think his bounty should be batshit high because the hero is his title. Um, to finish off the cross guild shit, um, was Buggy what you expected? You guys have yeah. very different yes. opinions of That's Buggy exactly. than I do. 
I was so worried it would be like the, more him than like more like him still bluffing like we've seen. And I'm glad we just got to see like Mihawk and Crocodile like ripping into him. Yeah, even uh, the even the it was very buggy. The, even the creation of like the poster for Cross Guild not going the way Buggy wanted it to. Yeah, fucking on par. Yeah, with exactly what I want from Buggy. Yeah, <laughs> like it was perfect. It was really I, perfect. I don't need anything except I, I buggy being a meme emperor. It's exactly yeah, it's, what I wanted out of it. It's everything I love about One Piece. Like it's it's the perfect amount of like comedy relief. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. No, it was this was, this this felt like when you brought up like peak one when we when we we're discussing during the week of like those little moments, this was perfect. Yeah. This was those yeah. little this could be an episode. Well, for one piece, it'll be like two episodes. Um, yeah, right. Uh, th- this could be an episode, though, if it's like you literally just get to see them sailing and you get the bounty reveal, you get the interactions on their ship, then you get the cross guild reveal and it's or their bounty reveal, and then you get their interactions on their ship. And like that is what makes one piece feel like one piece. And that's why I thought this was a perfect chapter because after the batshit craziness that was Wano, both manga and in the anime, this will feel really good to see. This will feel like one piece. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm in like a, the same boat on that one. Um, I yeah, I everything about this chapter felt like One Piece in my opinion. Just like the interaction with the the crew on the boat, like Luffy fucking up and pissing off someone and getting tossed into a cage. It's like everything. I was like, I just need this. Yeah, and if if I could get an episode of them like hitting luffy in the face and then throwing him into a cage and then they get their bounties and it's just luffy apologizing and like going please give me food and everyone going shut up <laughs> like that's that's so good oh and yeah. then J- jimbei being the uh being like that oh it's not that serious everything's okay the enabling dad yeah the enabling dad <laughs> yeah and everyone like everyone's I'm like glad- nah, you're too you're too nice to him shut up I'm glad they he doesn't deserve that. <laughs> now, nah, Jimbei fit like that was the that was like, exactly what I wanted for Jimbei. It was perfect. This and it felt it, natural. It really was, yeah, it yeah, felt natural. Yeah. Like, that's why was... I'm. That's why I was like, I am very glad. Like, I like Yamato as a character, but like I said in the group text, I'm. Oh, we're gonna get to that Yamato. Right I'm glad Yamato didn't make it in the group. Like. There's a part of me that was like, oh, man, this would be really cool for uh, representation and just like Yamato's a cool character and this, this and that. And then I went, but they don't fit. I'm going to say they don't fit the same way as uh, everyone else on that crew does. I'm going to say this, and this is part of my now I am going to blame this on oda writing to red to some degrees of like trying to essentially shoehorn shanks in there and end wano it still makes no sense why Yamato didn't join the crew. And I'm not even banging the, I'm not even like banging the drum of, I think Yamato was like the coolest character ever. No shit like that. I, I wouldn't care if Yamato didn't join the crew. If they didn't at three different points during Wano say, and Yamato, I don't know how you say that. They self themselves say, I'm going to join the crew. I want to sail with you. Hey guys, I'm your new crewmate. And then at the last second go, 
nah, I'm going to explore the smallest fucking country in this whole fucking world. It's going to take me about a week and a half because I'm a fucking dog. And Smallest country? Yeah, Wano, you said that. You said that before. I was like, that's not the smallest country. Wano was yeah. retrospect. Wano was, was one of the biggest countries. Yeah. No, Wano was big. Wano was not massive. that big, dog. Bigger Wano's than Drum not, Island. It, it took days to get across it. It's probably the, like the comparable island is probably Alabasta. No, it's not as big as Alabasta. Fuck no. It's massive. I mean, they're all a lot faster than they were in Alabasta. They're, they're, they're <laughs> a, here's how big it is. There are states. There, yeah. There are, there are states in Wano. I, I really, like most of the places we've seen are like basically city states, whereas yeah. this actually has like um, provinces. Yeah. Um, I I think I think this... Oda kind of bungled the delivery of the bad news to so many people for Yamato not joining, but I I think it's very like in character because they yeah right it says that they have the fruit of uh um the guardian spirit of um Wano and then like fifty chapters later we're told um so uh someone's have their own will so like that that's a tie-in right there and then we have um like i mean this is a dude that just got right out of prison and they they, they see like the first cool people and they're like oh, i'm gonna be like best friends with you basically so it's like oh but now that they like see a little bit more going on they're like no i want to like experience wano and i think it i think it works i think oda definitely could have done a better job for it um yeah I think it was very had... rushed and they needed to like give it like some more moments to like just so everyone wouldn't feel so gypped. I think, yeah, I don't think say like you're joining the crew a... every time you every time you talk. Well, and that's then the, the last that's the second. thing, though, that's the thing, though, right? Yamato went, I'm joining the crew. It was no never, was... yeah, no, Luffy, yeah, Luffy, Luffy never said, like, Luffy, get on my crew. Luffy is the deciding factor on who joins the crew, yeah. crew except with Chopper. But eventually he came around on that one. Um, no, like Luffy, Luffy goes, I want you to join my crew. Yeah. It's like and his first like, thought. Um, he sees someone, he's like, I want that guy on my crew. He saw Frankie and he's like, fuck yeah, cyborg. No, uh, fuck no, he saw, he, no he saw Frankie. He, he said, I'm going to beat his ass. Frankie, yeah, he didn't like dog Frankie. walk through sop. Yeah, yeah. but the fa- Frankie family <laughs> dog true. walk through sop. Yeah, Frankie, Frankie was the only one where. He, uh they had to go through Ein's lobby and it was yeah. like yeah frankie's cool um but yamato i felt that yamato I, it's good character development for them because of like hey it's them taking a beat and analyzing the situation and yeah. making and you know which versus like this is my gut instinct i'm just gonna go for it but i'm I as much as I love this character, what does the character add to the crew? Yeah, and like completely. The only the only role that I saw that I didn't think about helmsman as being a position on the boat. Um, That's Jimbei, isn't it? But that yeah, Jimbei's the helmsman. Uh, what is what does Yamato do? The watchdog. Yeah, right. <laughs> Literally, it's the watchdog. Like I, I, I was just kind of like, I was like, like cabin boy is the only one that's a, a position that could be filled, and that was a Momonosuke possibility. Until once upon a time, 
until he became an adult and also like royalty on boats it's cool but at this stage in the game if you're to be a crew member you have to be able to fight and that was the only thing i saw yamato is adding to the crew was like oh like they're yeah. pretty they're pretty freaking strong um i mean i mean there is still one crew member who is not exactly a great fighter even usopp can fight yo he might be a coward but usopp usopp's not Usopp hit he hey, he, he, still he, t- he took a hammer and he beat the fucking shit out of a fish man. You talk about doing oh, that in 2022. Yeah. You can't do that in 2022. That's a hate crime. But back then in the 90s, no one cared. They were like, yeah, you're right. They are monsters. They deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> then, no, you meet, then you meet Jim Bay and then you're like, they're cool now. <laughs> so... And here's, this is my thing. This is why, like, I think it was just it's, and I don't say many things. Oda does is poorly done because I give the benefit of a thousand plus chapters. Uh, the fact he has the amount of consistency he does is just kind of incredible. Um, but yes, I do think I because of the decision. I think Yamato is like I said, you're you're a thousand percent right. And that is like mm-hmm. he really he realistically doesn't fit on the crew in terms of position because even the fighter role is. Technically Zoro's role, because Zoro doesn't do anything on the fucking boat besides fight. Like he yeah. he has no fucking skills in terms of being a pirate. Well, it's the same with Robin. Like, what is Robin? Uh, she's no, the archaeologist she's the archaeologist, the and she is for Poneglyph, she matters incredibly. Exactly. Like, Zoro does nothing <laughs> besides you, fucking swing. Well, I was I was just oh, like Zoro, tell me that Zoro's uh, the archaeologist mate. is just a regular occurring job on every ship. Hmm? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Even as a someone, first mate, Zoro was like... So, someone has to read. <laughs> <laughs> Professional um, reader. <laughs> yeah. I, I just like the idea that Robin's been on a booze cruise since uh, Ala, since Alabasta. And I'm just Finally. like, I, I love this. She, she's she just like, oh, to... thanks. Thanks, Sanji. And then like, she's just like, oh, there's a storm. <laughs> Nami, there's a storm. Like, <laughs> what does Robin do? Plays with Chopper all day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, man. <laughs> You need someone to just read the big red blocks. She's That's just all. So, like I, hanging out with the dog. I think if we had had, if we had had some time with Yamato, I it, I think the reason it felt cheap, and yeah, I get this from from a pacing perspective, it felt cheap with Yamato for them to just suddenly not want to be on the crew. Um, we didn't see that that happened off screen, and so I feel like. Making it a surprise was probably not the right call. No, if that makes sense. I don't get me wrong. I I was saying for a bit where I was like, oh, he's trying to wrap up Wano in volume yeah. 104. Like doing the math and everything. It's like, oh, volume 104 is going to be the end of Wano. He didn't want the next arc to start in the middle of another volume. So I totally get why he did it this way i feel like all he would have to say to a publisher though is go and make it one more chapter and like they would be like yeah yes sir like sure or make it like a little long make one chapter a little longer where we get to see yamato pull luffy to the side it just needed like like that one panel that one panel right would be like wait luffy let me talk to you real quick yeah like that's 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 all all i really needed Oh, hey, or, or Luffy looking up and going, oh, hey, Yamato. And then like that's it's one panel. Right. And I feel like we missed that one panel 
And because of that, people are a little, people got peed. I think people also spent two years going, oh my God, a trans person is going to be on the Straw Hat crew. That's awesome. And they really hyped themselves up for the last two years. So, so that, that's another thing I wanted to talk is, about with you guys. Is Yamano trans? We don't know. And it doesn't. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. I just like, I like, I think it's, it's how people perceive a character. I think yeah. I, I said this to you. There's a really good conversation with, uh, uh, not conversation, good interview or, uh, a fan of Star Wars like asked Mark Hamill if Luke Skywalker could be gay in any possibility. And Luke's and uh Mark Hamill goes, if that's how you perceive the character, then that's fine. Yeah. You know, your perception on you how you imprint on a character is how you imprint on a character, and that's what makes the character real to you. And I think a lot of people have imprinted trans onto Yamato. Mainly because Kaido's son, Yamato baits with men, Yamato identifies as Odin. Like there's a lot of like little things in there that yeah. you that are very easy to imprint on. And if that's what you need in the character, then that should be fine. That's good enough. Um and so I think you spend two years of going, oh my God, we're gonna get this kind of representation on the boat. And then it doesn't happen. I I can see why someone might be a little peeved with that. I was I was gonna talk about so the, the One Piece fan base is, and I'm on Twitter and Reddit more than I should be. Um, y'all are starting to like borderline onto like the Attack on Titan fan base, where it's just turning into this like weird. Children. Yeah, it's it's, and they want to bitch about like these really the shit that I wouldn't have ever thought was like. I was watching a video. Oh, uh, see from, you. Don't do that to yourself, man. <laughs> well, I was watching a Totally Not Mark video, and I really like Totally Not Mark. He puts a lot of time, like, he puts out these 30-minute fucking video reviews, and they're really well done. They're really well edited. Like, it's it's a really cool thing to watch, and he does just manga reviews, right? And your boy's old school as fuck. He just has this huge fucking bookshelf behind him. He buys all the physical copies, and he reads and gives the reviews. Apparently, but he's even more tapped into, like, the internet side of opinions uh, than I am. And he was kind of linking down to like all these different discussion boards and shit. People were really pissed with Wano. Yeah, I, 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 hate, the, I hate Tony Talks too. <laughs> Fuck you, Matt. Uh, people were like absurdly pissed with Wano in terms of like, I knew there was some frustration and I kind of had it too with like the rushed feeling at the end. And then when I saw the interview Oda did where he was like, yeah, I tried to work with the film to make sure like it kind of lined up in a nice way. Yeah. I didn't love that. I wasn't going to kill him for it because once again, I I'm a human being. And because Oda's given me years and years of enjoyment and you're on over a thousand chapters, I'm like, I'm not going to love every single chapter as much as I love certain chapters. Obviously there's just too you many. Shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah. But people were pissed about what, I mean, everything. Yeah, in the, the reaction seemed just, I, I, I don't think it was the I, best chapter I, or best arc. I don't but, think it was the best arc either, but I I still I, think I the, still loved it. I thought Wano was great. People hated. People were pissed at Kaido. People were pissed about. People were pissed about the backstory, which I do think is premature because I think we do get a Rocks flashback, and I think we'll get a more, a slightly more fleshed out Kaido during that Rocks flashback. Um, I think it's done. People needed flashback. 
No, I need some on rocks. I need a little bit. No, on I, rocks. I mean, I think it's dumb. Like people needed a backstory for Kaido. He didn't need a backstory. It's, you got it's it. Kaido. You got a backstory for Kaido. What do you? What else did you want? Yeah, like he's he's the he's the byproduct he, he, of a he warring was, country. Yeah, of the vod- he's was, a byproduct of the that, vodka kingdom. Yeah, like the fuck? roses. You know, <laughs> roses way up. Yeah, to. And, becoming who he is like and i don't his, know what else do you fucking want and those you want few dro- panels, do flamingo again yeah and his few those few panels gave us like all we needed to know plus they gave us this, some backstory to the rest of the world and we don't yeah we ha- we got pages Kaido's... and pages and chapters and chapters of davi we don't need that again we we hashed that out and... you got that with odin like how like, much backstory it, do you yeah need? and and frankly it's like what it, he's a bad dude He's raised in a bad way. That's why he's a bad dude, and that's that's ultimately it. That's you. Yeah. You, you can you. Oda gave a very clear line from start to finish of what shaped Kaido and what got him to where he is. And, and I it, think, and it like, makes sense. And it was, and I, I think the ultimate like need to like spell everything out and just like not everything needs that many details and if you need that many details you're not like reading it for what it is you're reading it for what you want it to be and i think too if like you wanted the backstory of big mom and kaido to be these big grandiose things and you were like well this this could have been our insight into rocks and this could have been x y and z it's almost like you don't think you're gonna get a rocks backstory yeah like Big mom's big mom's backstory is very much tied to a tease at towards Elbaf. Uh Kaido's backstory is very much a tease towards rocks. They're both kind of like been teased as backstory to rocks. So you're 100 percent gonna get more of young Big Mom and Kaido in a rocks backstory. Like the idea that they that Oda paired a roger backstory with odin was really interesting you know i i think getting the only reason we got a lot with doflamingo is one it explains like the world dynamic where it's like yeah celestial dragons how the world sees them what happens when you try to like um what are the celestial dragons is a big was a big one uh why does Doflamingo feel like he has a claim on Dressrosa? Oh, it's because that's where he's from. You know, that was the kingdom that he gave up or he gave to the Riku family. Um, and then that also ties in with Law's story. What a great way to introduce a D-water and the concept of water and who La- Trafalgar Law is. Um so no like what like if you get like these big like multi-chapter backstories on kaido and big mom how do they tie into the story as a whole you know you never got you never got a crocodile backstory no one seemed to give a shit about that what what do we know about crocodile's backstory he came to the grand line got his ass kicked by white beard and he's like all right i'm gonna do it differently there you go. And we didn't that even get the it. white beard shit until Marine Ford. Yeah, that's exactly. when I became like clarified, when, like, oh, your boy did what everybody else does, which is I could fight him. Oh, this nigga makes earthquakes. I'm good. I'm gonna go exactly. This, I'm gonna go to the desert. He's like gonna turn <laughs> me into actual sand instead. 
yeah. of, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, I, don't know. I think with people, people just like to be mad about things. Oh, that's percent. Kaido was also in retrospect, I think. So I've always been, um, so I like Kaido the character, but that's because I am probably one of the only people on the planet that like, um, I, and I've said this before a bunch of times, I love Tagoro from Yu Show. That's yeah. because your boy is simple, straight, and just to the fucking point. What do I yes. do? I make muscles big. Why you want to do this? Because I want to fight. <laughs> Why do yeah. you want to fight? Because I want to be strong. And until one of you niggas kill me, I'm going to keep doing this. And yeah. guess what Kaido is? That's 100% the... Kaido. Born, yeah. He was war, war born. I fought since the day I was alive. I finally found some cool people I could fight. And they fucking died on me, which is where we got Kaido in the beginning, which is your boy's trying to kill himself because He's I like bored. fighting Roger. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I like fighting rocks. Rocks is dead. Well, fighting right. Ro- oh, this nigga's dead. Well, I like fighting. Well, now this nigga's dead. Well, fuck y'all then. If you're all going to die, I'm going to try it too. Well, he he killed himself because he was like. Attempted. He, he, or he tried to kill himself. No, he succeeded. Flamingo got arrested, right? He was like, he was like, Joker, what the fuck? We were going to take over the world. There's no point in anything. And he, well, your boy like, tried, tried before to... that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he, he always. Yeah, but that was like the icing on the cake for this one drunk spell. Drunk Kaido was like, fuck it. And yeeted himself out of the sky. And he's also like a drunk. So he's oh, literally yeah. just exactly. like an alcoholic going through the moods. <laughs> yeah. The idea that like they explain you know, you know, like they in one chapter they explained uh how and why Kaido was yeeting himself off of the cloud when we first see him. Yeah. And what they did was they showed us a drunk dragon. Yeah. That was the introduction. That was one one big spread explained exactly how he got up there and why he jumped off. You ever seen Mushu in a rated R movie? Oh, yeah. we just did. <laughs> um, what are you talking about? The dragon from Dragon Ball, man. There you go. Shenron and the Shenron the Wise or whatever. Shenron did die once. Piccolo blew his ass out right out the sky. Isn't there a um, galaxy Shenron? Isn't there a bigger Shenron now? It's, we don't talk about it. Um yeah, we do. I don't, I don't know shit about Dragon Ball, but hear me. I'm gonna try to see this new movie. The um, it's also really hard. Like, and like, it's why I liked Kaido being kind of simple is because we had two other backstories that also took place during Wano, which was Big Mom, <clears throat> which needed to be a little longer, and it was I think it was like four, three to four chapters total. But because she has potential ties to Elbaf, we got an origin of her fruit and possibly a legit transfer of power that we haven't seen besides blackbeard um yeah and then we got odin and odin also got four to five chapters but odin single-handedly not only came from the country we knew nothing about he interacted with the two greatest pirates of all time which made his backstory you had to deep dive it more than you did someone like kaido kaido has no interactions with these other great figures other than he fucking swung his club at him and they swung back harder and he went, ah, oh, fuck, I'm not used to that. And one thing I appreciate appreciate about One Piece is like they don't do the same thing. Like I know like the structure for every arc is relatively the yeah. same, but the content is always different. And it's, it's felt in kind of like the themes and how he thematically uh, does his arcs. I think like like with Dress Rosa, like he was like, oh, I want it to feel like a uh, 
like a Spanish salsa. And like it, it's apparent in the anime's music. It's apparent in like the island as a character is very much like Spain. And mm-hmm. so he wanted that like feeling with um, Water 7, the way it starts out, it starts off like a mystery, like a, a murder mystery, basically. Mm-hmm. Who's trying to kill Iceberg? Or, um, you know, Alabasta is very much very similar to like the Aladdin concept, you know, wandering through the or Arabian Nights, you know, it's very similar to that. And then this one's Kabuki Theater. Like, I I appreciate that they're all and so and they don't do the same thing every time. Sometimes I want to go to a haunted house. And so I go to Thriller Bark and like, I don't need to know Moria. I don't need a like a 30 page essay on Moria and why he's yeah. fat and depressed. You know, I mean, like, I don't care. Give me you know, one. Give me one line and move on. You know, like oh, Kaido killed my entire crew explains it pretty straight pretty to me clear. yeah it's pretty obvious to me um why am i sad all my friends are dead not everybody <laughs> i think i think people think that every character needs to be complex but they forget that in one piece the main character is the least complex character yeah in and... probably anime history or manga history one Ch- of the most he's up he's up there he's up there he should be up there like uh, go goku's goku's probably the worse. king yeah <laughs> I, his, goku with his head on fucking earth and was like well we're here now yeah the the tiktok sound of goku knocking on the door and going hey goku here like is my favorite <laughs> thing like people are running with right now uh but yeah so like luffy being one of the simplest characters in I've all I've said it since the beginning of this podcast. Luffy is a static character in a kinetic world. And the idea that like every character needs to be kinetic is you you haven't been reading one piece. <laughs> you don't you don't know, dude. It's, like it's also it, just like you don't not every person is that deep or complex. Like that's just yeah. reality. Like you don't need a oh, yeah. not everyone's three dimensional. <laughs> yeah. No, I, if I anyone agree. should realize that I like I mean we've seen that plenty so much now so yeah like, like I it doesn't need to turn into demon slayer where I get a backstory on every in the single middle of every role. fight <laughs> well right, be- right at the the demon like looking back on his life right before he dies I don't need that every time but if I wanted that I'm glad that Demon Slayer exists, but One Piece has never purported to do that. Yeah. You know. percent oh, And it's Oh, it's... wait, hold on. But I need to know more about Don Krieg. Oh, you're right. Um, it's what makes One Piece is the simplicity of Kaido. And there's other characters who are like simple, and that's a point Oda directly wants to make is like the reason someone like Blackbeard is so important is that world is because he is a pirate with motives. Um, we've talked a lot, but like the reason why the Navy was so okay, quote unquote, with the original four emperors is they weren't doing much. Kaido mm-hmm. was not yeah. active. Big Mom was not, well, Big Mom was fucking everything, but Big Mom wasn't active. White Beard was not active. Like your boy was getting drunk with his kids in the middle of the sea. And Shanks was like, well, I need two of you fuckers to die at least before I start doing stuff. So like he didn't, they didn't have to worry. It's why um, like a character even slightly different context 
but a character like Rayleigh is allowed to live peacefully because in the Navy's mind, it's like, as long as you're not being disruptive, we can tolerate it. Like we just have too much shit on our to-do list. And so if you're not actively fucking with us, fine. It's why Luffy's a fucking nightmare because your boy's going hundred miles an hour and breaking everything. And it's like, gosh, damn it, Garp, you fucking. Yeah. And they just hate the whole bloodline. <laughs> They're like, we are rescinding yeah. your fucking hero title. Yeah. Um, Luffy was a static missile that got shot into the kinetic, but like pretty stable world of one piece and then fucked it all up. He was a he was a fucking missile that came out of East Blue and if broke, anything he's broke and cracked and broke the world. If anything, he's kinetic and the world's static because the world was doing, you know, things weren't happening that much until he rolled along. Yeah, him and uh, I would I would argue and say him and Blackbeard were very similar on being these. Oh, we've seen that. Yeah, we've seen that parallel from the very start. Yeah. We just got to see... Going back to Drum Island. Yeah. Like, if Luffy... Like, we just got to see Blackbeard make waves. Versus, like, Luffy, it's kind of more like, okay, he's slowly... Like, we got the... It was more gradual with him. We just got to see the impact with Blackbeard. Where he's like, all right, anyway. For a a long time, like, Luffy... I mean, Luffy's crew were behind Blackbeard's and like Drum yeah. Island's, Drum Island's like whole fucked up situation when they land there is a direct result of Blackbeard, um, kicking the entire island's ass with yeah. four other people, um, right before. So and so wanna... like and they, so they're doing like they're on very similar paths, but taking, um, their motives are very different. I want to yeah. talk uh about dragon in a second but uh i do think something that's interesting is do you guys think you can be a parallel to two characters what do you like what's the what's the example so there's a lot of people that argue blackbeard is a parallel to both shanks and luffy to the point of like if you take actions he's a parallel to luffy if you take circumstances a parallel to shanks even if you go their introduction when's the first time we see shanks he's got a beer and he gets he's got a beer He's drink literally the first panel they're both drawn in are identical to each other. Yeah. Um, are you and, talking about the beer versus the pie? Well, no, because even in the first, um, oh yeah, he's got he's got the pie, um, but like them being at the bar, um, obviously their stories intersect even more than like him and Luffy's because I'm of the mindset Luffy is like Blackbeard, but he's good at it which is why Blackbeard had to wait 20 years in order to get to this point versus Luffy just at 16 was like full speed ahead. And he is there. Cause there's, they're two different, like, like you call them, like they're both worst generation technically, but there's a massive fucking age gap and they are not of the same timeline at all. Blackbeard well, was a pirate longer than Luffy's been alive. Yeah. But I think like I say, he's one of the worst generation because he was a relative unknown. Mm-hmm. Up until he became a warlord and killed. No, I get, uh, I get he, that. He, like killed Whitebeard, you know. No, I get um, that. He's just not a Blackbeard. Is a slow. He's he's smart, but your boy is smart. a slow it, like, bumblefuck. Well, they make the point to you where they he was like, oh, well, I spent all those years on Whitebeard's crew because I 
was looking for this specific fruit. And like, I think there is something that should, because he's, he might be, he's the oldest of the worst generation, but but Beige is also pretty old. He's like, Beige, I think, is also in his 40s. Yeah, he was like a mouse. There it is. What is Beige's age? I always thought Beige wasn't like super old. I thought he was drawn just to be like the mobster look. Um, He's 42. Okay. So, like, I, I put Blackbeard in that category because I think he's older than Blackbeard. Holy shit. Blackbeard's 39. 40. Yeah, 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's two years. He's a year older than Shanks. Yeah. Which... So I, I I look at Blackbeard and I go, he should be considered one of the worst generation. He, no, just, that's fair. he just picked a more indirect path to it. Plus, I, I think there is something really special. I, I, I will parallel him less with Shanks and more with Luffy because that first time they meet at the at the bar it is you know you can make the parallel with shanks but i think it's more important to think of that as a starting point for both of them because at this stage in the game blackbeard is looking for a high bounty to turn into the world government the world government and and luffy is on his way at out of alabasta so it's a nice like both of them have gone on their journeys and have met and they both have like their own goals and it, it's almost like when two uh things in space collide and like take off yeah and that's not um so, that's not alabasta that's the um whatever is right before skypea the uh fucking town where he fucking one shots of uh, bellamy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what um, i'm saying i'm like i'm like saying like Luffy's now a supernova, oh, okay, yeah, Alabasta, yeah. and Blackbeard is looking for a supernova, and so mm-hmm. I it, it's very it's almost like a starting off point for both of them. Do you think um and this just popped in my head as a deep dive Blackbeard question? Do you think Blackbeard paid? So we obviously like there's a there's a lot of theories about Zebic possibly having the dark dark fruit before him, and that's kind of where the the known why that fruit is a is a monster compared to other fruits because of Zebic. Blackbeard was on Whitebeard's crew for an extended amount of time. Yeah, like as a kid, if you go by the flashback, the Odin flashback, he's probably been on the crew for what thirty years. It was, I think, yeah, it would maybe be about, less than thirty years, like twenty something he's, years. He's thirty eight pre time skip when they're kids. I don't know the exact age of Shanks, Buggy, and him, but I would assume like they're 12. all 10, 11. yeah, twelve, like maybe so twenty eight years, twenty six years. Yeah, I'll, I'll say twenty five plus, like a good amount of time. Yeah. Um. But it's interesting that if he thought that fruit was like the secret to his success, because theoretically, he because he saw Whitebeard and he's like, oh, that's why Whitebeard's a monster. It's because he's got this fruit that just is otherworldly. Kaido, who also was with Whitebeard for an extended period of time when they were not, he wasn't his underling, but he was with him on the same crew. Kaido's philosophy is, nah, fruits ain't shit. You need hockey. And Kaido himself had a busted fruit. 
trying to think of the correct way to phrase this. Do you think Blackbeard, I don't know if I want to say misguided, but is like, it is kind of like he, if he thinks that is the source of like, if he thinks the source of Whitebeard's power was that he can make earthquakes when in reality, the, I would argue the strongest thing we ever saw Whitebeard do was when him and Roger have that clash. Mm-hmm. And it's when we get our first example of like advanced Sarmon hockey and hitting and going DBZ esque, where it's like, I can hit you without hitting you. Um, in my brain, this was a question, but I can't actually get the words to make this a question. Are you um, saying, like, is your question something along the lines of, like, is Blackbeard a contender because he does, or does Blackbeard's ideology fall into, like, the it, hockey realm? Not, like, is he misguided? Misguided in the sense of, like, this This was his path to power was, he, he believes devil fruits are the source of yeah, he thinks power. darkness and earthquakes is which at the time, don't get me wrong, at the time, like post Marine Ford or at the end of Marine Ford, yeah, it looks pretty monstrous. I got black holes and I can literally I can break Marine Ford. Pretty fucking good. You are high on the scale of destructive capability. But how does that play in an actual fight where the only person we've seen Blackbeard convincingly beat is Ace? I I, I've always said that Blackbeard, there's a part of me that hopes he doesn't have hockey. I think, like, there's a point. I think there's a, uh, there's a, I think there it'll get revealed he probably has Conqueror's hockey to some extent. Because I think that has something to do with D. I think mm-hmm. that the D just naturally like makes you stronger. Um, And I wouldn't be mad if he never had like advanced observation hockey or advanced physical hockey, because I like to think that he's cunning enough to go, Oh, like I'll just stack fruits. Like there's a reason he specifically picked this fruit. Yeah. And I've said for a while where I was like, I think, what he figured was that he could take like the fruit is able to take in power effectively working like hockey uh, or armament hardening, but because there's something with it where he can like capture the devil, uh, like that's trying to escape from people. He's like, Oh, I can keep them within the fruit and then have that devil's power as well. So I'm sure he'll discover this thing where it's like, oh, a side effect of Whitebeard's fruit is that I can sense all anything that touches the ground. I can sense it, which is like an observation hockey-esque thing. You know, I can feel the vibrations through the ground. Uh, I can feel I can just feel vibrations on things. And I wouldn't be surprised if him building up to become like a natural disaster man. I like that theory a lot. I think mm-hmm. that'd be really cool. Um, but him building up to this kind of like natural disaster human to work around this power that this power that he knows. Like I don't think it's like a secret to him. I think he knows that hockey's really oh, strong. Yeah, absolutely. But I love the idea that he pirates his way in. Like he cheats, yeah. he lies, he steals. 
and he acts like a pirate to get that exact same power. And I think there's something really cool about that versus Luffy. There's a good contrast between cheating versus hard work. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I think that's Blackbeard's motivation. There, there, there's also a reason too. Kaido Big Mom never went after him. They could have easily like tried to like topple this guy at any point. Kaido especially could have gone and tried to beat him, but like they never did. They never, they never tried. So I don't, I don't think they knew. So, and I want to get into. I'm gonna ask Jake a question about Dragon right after this, Um, because I've thought about that too before, and I'm like, well, why wouldn't they? Now, I think part of that is Kaido and Big Mom live very isolated lives. Like Kaido just being on Wano is just literally isolated from the world, which is kind of a neat narrative trick that you took this strongest thing in the world and you're like, well, he's not going to fuck with anybody because he lives in this isolated island. And so I think the only thing Kaido and Big Mom ever knew about Blackbeard is that he killed Whitebeard. They never saw the footage from the war. They never knew anything else. They're just like, oh, Blackbeard kills Whitebeard, becomes emperor. And they're like, wait, some because they know Whitebeard. And they're like, you, you telling me like someone could kill that father? Like, even at, I think Whitebeard died at 72. He's like, mm-hmm. even at an old age, like someone took him out. I'm good. I, I don't think he, I don't think Kaido would have thought that because when he jumps off the island um, and then he like emerges in front of Kidd and crew he's like white beard did it right which i take to mean as like he went out fighting he like died fighting so i I think think he's aware because when Uh, he looks at luffy and he's like oh you think you can fuck with me the the four people he thinks of is roger whitebeard odin and zebik and so he obviously acknowledges whitebeard is like this one of the the, few people that's, that's what i'm saying he doesn't think he doesn't acknowledge blackbeard so no, but he do, he just doesn't know him. But I, I think, think the only thing that keeps I think Kaido literally just lived. I don't think he's scared of Blackbeard. I do think though it, it, it raises an interesting like conversation. I I just had this idea where it's like Kaido Big Mom had the opportunity to try to make all like go. That's a kid that took out Whitebeard. We can take him and make that move to shrink and consolidate their armies you know to try to like move towards a goal i think it's really interesting and it might play into why their backstories aren't that complex either these are two very these two characters are content with where they're at they're all talk like yeah they're strong don't get me wrong they're very very strong but I, I don't they, they don't the they, they don't make a move. They never make a move like big mom's like, well, I can make a move for one piece once I get the giants. Really? Your well, crew is this strong and you need the giants also to try to do it. Kaido Kaido goes, I can't make the move for one piece until I'm considered the strongest in the world. Everyone considers Kaido the strongest in the world. There's these levels of like and the. The way I see the new world split up also is like there are these two giants powers that just sit in their territories and talk about doing things. And so Blackbeard goes, I can do whatever I want. They're not going to do anything to me. They don't care. I can sit here and wait 
for me to consolidate power and figure out whatever. But more importantly, he's not an idiot. He knows that Luffy survived. I think there's a strong... He he knows that the worst generation is going to be able to take out these two. And if not, he's a member of the worst generation. And he can just do it whenever he feels like it. Like, I think there... He's like, I don't care about beating them. My move is to become... Is to get the One Piece. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I think... Well, Ka- Kaido, his goal has always been like domination. That's why he was using um, Doffy, and that's why like when he jumps off, he's like immediately like we could we could have conquered the world together. And so his we- next his next move is to pivot to Big Mom, and they they make an alliance. And yeah. it's um, I think I don't think it's so much as like. Well, they weren't doing nothing. I think they both realized like they didn't want to fuck with each other specifically, and they both needed the Poneglyph, and that's why that was the big thing was Big Mom and Kaido were going to share each other's like info with each other. They were. But isn't it isn't it interesting though that ten thousand beast Kaido needed how many more to do? Uh, he like so he I... needed he needed the kick in the pants from losing Doflamingo to start making a move. Big Mom no. just happened just happened to be pissed off at Kaido and travel across the new world and show up at Onigashima. Well he and he, this is all like this is like this is where I'm like there's no drive on either end. They have to they they they've been at it for how many how many years have they been emperors? Oh they yeah. never and no, they, they never they try to make a play. And it's the know? worst generation that puts them starts like making yeah. motions and that's why they start to do something because they're exactly. like well we've just been sitting around yeah. but I'm gonna I, I don't send what i said because i i have now a entirely different theory because i was kind of playing on the timeline of luffy's journey and then bringing up like what happened prior so the speculation is that whoever shanks replaced was also a rocks pirate right like the speculation is the rocks pirates became the og for embers um because there's um there was no proof that at the time roger was sailing that there was an emperor system Mm -hmm. um at that time they all just hated each other and that was made evident by the fact of when they were on a crew they couldn't stop killing and beating the shit out of each other so that kind of quells them for that period of time right like none of them are going to make a move because they all just fucking hate each other Whitebird don't like Big Mom, Kaido, and fourth guy, Big Mom don't like them, Kaido don't like them, right? So that keeps them kind of in check because they all understand, even if Whitebird was at the top of the list because he was theoretically the second in command, he's not beating Kaido or Big Mom without sustaining a lot of injuries. And as he started to get a family, he knew if Marco's his second strongest, he's like, look, Marco's going to die. They're going to ring my poor little bird son and they're going to send his head home as a pineapple. And I just don't need that. I don't need that. (laughs) (laughs) So that quells them for X amount of years. Shanks becomes an emperor. Shanks single-handedly essentially stops Kaido because we know there's the day they met even prior to Marine Ford where he's like, where we don't know anything about it, but essentially Shanks pulled up and Kaido stopped that. So then, cause you bring up like, well, why would he need Doflamingo to die? Or like, why would that be his move? No, Shanks was now his checkmate. 
Shanks would cause too much damage to him. And because he was not talking still to Kai, to Big Mom at the time, and he definitely had a relationship with white with Blackbeard. Um, and the Whitebeard obviously dies literally a day after they meet. Shanks is single-handedly checking Kaido. I think there is another interaction that we just are not privy to of Shanks and Big Mom. Because Shanks is the only yeah. other pirate that would know the Rocks pirates hated each other. The relationship was rocky. If I go tell, like, if you and Jake didn't talk at all, and I go to Jake and I'm like, if this is the Empress system, I'm like, hey, y'all, I'm going to fuck your shit up. You take 10 steps outside your house. And guess what? And if, and, and I'm going to make it public that we're going to fight. And if we fight, Matt's coming right to kill the leftovers. And then I, I go did. to Matt and I'm like, yo, we go, I'm going to fight. We, I, so I I've said this so many times. <laughs> I agree with everything you're saying. I just think it's telling that. So Whitebeard was very much. They, they make the point of saying Whitebeard stood in front of the throne for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, since like no one could get past Whitebeard. And I think. It's telling that Kaido and Big Mom grew content with that. Uh, I don't know who, who Shanks replaced. I it's not it's not confirmed that he replaced anybody. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say I'm going to throw John on the list because mm-hmm. he was a rock pirate. He's dead. He's on Moria's crew. Somebody says he's actually kind of a strong zombie. Sure, I'm just going to say Moria is the other emperor that gets shot up and killed john not moria moria can never you're be right john excuse me <laughs> moria yeah, no. can never be an emperor kind of took care of that one he, for he, us. He, oh he fucking tried <laughs> no i uh so i i i just appreciate the idea that these are two major powerhouses that have grown fat and content with not making moves and making excuses as to why they can't do it which is i don't think content is the right word i think a hundred percent it is i and and whether they'll admit it or not i would say because if you're sitting there making excuses (laughs) yeah when you sit there making excuses after excuse after excuse after excuse there comes a time when someone's just like are you gonna do what you're gonna do or are you content with just not doing it you know um and not even sigma male grind set but like seriously though like you know i could tell you guys a million ways from sunday i'm gonna write a great screenplay and write a movie and i could keep telling you that i'm gonna do that and i could keep telling you that i'm gonna do that and i could keep telling you i'm gonna do that but did i ever write a movie no i I just i just i just said i was going to and it the idea also of like kaido going well, well, Shanks is now standing in front of throne and we can't make the move to stop Shanks because he's in the way. And I'm like the the newcomer, the up and comer. Like it's it made sense when it was Whitebeard. But now, oh, suddenly like Blackbeard's doing things. And well, I can't we can't really deal with Shanks. And it's like, oh, well, I don't think you. Oh, I lost my supplier for my smile. You know, I lost I lost my attempt at making fake joy boys for my crew. Uh, I guess I I guess. Oh, well, Big Mom and I can like we both hate the worst generation. So we'll team up now and go do something. But at this point, it's too late. So the only you're outclassed, you're outclassed. So here's the thing, too, also, is I think um, 
and I think Oda does take time to like really drill this point in is that let's say on a power scale, right? Just generic power scale. Big mom and Kaido were still individually stronger than anybody that's currently pirating, like even Mm -hmm. stronger than Shanks one V one. They both have disorders. Kaido is a crippled alcoholic and big mom has a food disorder where she, if she does not get, and I think that's intentional that yes, it makes sense if they were rational to understand, look, we are maybe not drastically, but we are clearly the two strongest things walking the face of the planet right now. Why don't we do something? Because maybe Kaido during his drunk relapse, when he just casually was going to drunk his way over to Marine Ford and Shanks got in his way, he was like, when you, you know when you're drunk and you like kind of understand reality, but you know like you're not really there. You're like, I know where I'm at but I feel like I'm in outer space. He understands even being drunk. He's like, yeah, that's Shanks. Shanks told me to fuck off. Okay. Yeah. He understood what was going on, but he didn't really understand it. And then he goes back to Wano. He gets drunk again. And five days later, he wakes up and he goes, wait, didn't I just see Shanks the other day? Like, what the fuck was I doing? And that's his problem. In drunk, and if people that are alcoholics black out all the time and have like a memory loss thing, Big Mom, we literally got to see her memory loss mm. because of her eating disorder. So I think that's intentional in terms of like, yes, there were these power blocks. Neither of them felt like they could beat Whitebird one on one and they probably couldn't. But then when it became Shanks was like the next guy kind of in their way, they were just too drunk, too disordered. Um, they weren't rational enough anymore regardless of how strong they were this is why even the way they lose big mom loses in a very strategic way to two characters that are far more strategic than almost anybody we've got in the story like Mm -hmm. kid and law is a tag team from an iq standpoint is insane and so it wasn't so much that they were stronger than her it was just they outsmarted her and that's kind of been the result of the last however many years of them being emperors it's like there was just people fucking smarter than her didn't matter how strong she was didn't matter how mm-hmm. strong Kaido was um to shit on moria one last time it is always the funniest thing to me that like in the flashback moria has a club and definitely like tries to swing at Kaido who also has a club and moria then forever gave up clubbing your boy yeah, was like i can't do this no more we haven't like, we haven't talked about the end of the chapter at all that's i was gonna ask you jake because i think you like the revolutionaries more than i do um yeah how did you feel about the five seconds of revolutionary screen time, which is all Oda will ever fucking give us in any particular I, chapter? I loved hey, it Blackbeard so much. I was so happy. It, um, it seems like we're like, like the last few chapters have been very solid, like three piece, um, like sections of three pieces each. But um, uh, like we got the bounty bit, then a cross killed net and re- uh, revolutionaries. But I, so like clearly the crew that went to Mary however you call it Mary's Wall. um yeah that place um <laughs> but like clearly they're scattered um because the the weird soil dude or ground dude he oh, was mud with man them. caribou yeah no caribou's the crow guy isn't he no caribou's the swamp man oh no 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 I'm talking about um the guy that like 
makes holes in the ground and then he has a ch- trident he, like the really oh, big Oh yes, yes, yes. The boy that made uh your man's who made five point five or four point I don't know how to fucking yeah, five point five. Your boy he's the one who made uh that hidden level in Impel Down because he's actually the first escapee, but he's never recorded. Yeah. Um so he like so clearly like he was with Sabo and crew and the other commanders and they got mm-hmm. separated from each other. So I think the crow guy is with um Sabo right now. Um I think so. And like clearly Dragon was uh Dragon was obviously upset by the idea that Sabo would um ever hurt um what's Cobra. his name? Cobra. I was thinking of different snakes. <laughs> um <laughs> He hit I thought Viper, the bastard. I'm like definitely not Anaconda. Um, <laughs> but Anna. yeah, I think it's um, it's exciting to see like hopefully more uh, more revolutionary stuff. I think it's a good note that Dragon clearly regarded Cobra as an ally, mm-hmm. and so he wouldn't tolerate like his death by yeah. revolutionary means. And I think that's what. I think that's like what absolutely cements that the world government did it and no way Sabo did. Yeah. Um, do you think that's an ally or do you think that's just not like Dragon just doesn't want to be violent? I took it as Dragon doesn't want to be violent. Our no, first, he, I, I, I took he, it as he, he respects Cobra. Yeah. He, know, yeah. he knows Cobra is not like not the, the other problem. ones. Yeah. Mainly because I mean, Cobra I mean, they didn't actively, abandon his. Or sorry, go Jake. Sorry. I mean, they actively encouraged violent uprising against all the other leaders but they know that cobra wasn't the problem because they know crocodile was the one who um fucked with alabasta and essentially um the world government allowed him to do that so um i don't think and we know robin spent time with the revolutionaries so they absolutely would have the full story and full picture of what was going on there so they have no reason to distrust um mm-hmm. like all the kingdoms the that Luffy has interact Luffy and crew interacted with prior to um the their split up and the time skip um they have every reason to not um attack those kingdoms because they know they're allies of Luffy and their um rulers are like just and good people especially now that robin's back with them and they know the crew and they know and it's dragon's son and what he's been doing they have no reason to attack any of the kingdoms that luffy's been affiliated with or helped in some way so um there's just absolute the fact that robin stayed with the revolutionaries means we have no reason to ever suspect them of conflicting paths and so that's why i think there's no way cobra would have been on that hit list um intentionally and i don't think sabo would have gone after him at all because he has no reason to can i bring up uh um and there's you you could be a thousand percent right but i want to bring up a a, for devil's advocate's sake um do you think the revolution uh, do you think the revolutionary hates do you think the revolutionary army hates the navy yeah okay i mean which do you think do you think the arm that beats him down yeah, I don't do think we, they hate the Navy. If well, that, they hate the world government. They hate like, the world government. And the Navy's yeah. the arm of the world government. So, But that doesn't mean they have to hate the Navy. I was going to say, like, if, if Dragon saw... Let's use some... Let's use some... Um, uh, what's it called? Um, 
it, it's uh, like when you play uh, uh, roulette and it's red or black, right? So choose fight or not. Nah. And this is if Dragon runs into said character. Um, we obviously have an example of Dragon actually, versus Smoker. I actually will change that. They don't hate the Navy and they're actively just working against the world government because every time we've seen them come into conflict with the Navy, they choose a roundabout way of dealing with them, such as Sabo just stalling for time, Dragon stalling for time. It's never direct conflict. They're more about funneling um, against the world government. Yeah, they hate okay. the celestial dragons. Okay, yeah, so we're all getting to the same point here then. Okay, because I was curious. I'm like, and Dragon didn't stall for time. Smoker was just happy he didn't die. <laughs> Smoker looked at that and said, "I am. This is like chapter 180. I am not ready for this. Please, Oda, I want to live." And then he just had Doflamingo ragdoll. So you know, much better result. Um, <laughs> poor Smoker. Uh, do you think? Okay, so how do you think then um, Dragon would react to an Admiral? Because we know the Admirals, the whole position of Admiral, I did quotes like it's fake. Uh, the position of Admiral is essentially the direct the direct underling of a Celestial Dragon. Like you fuck with one of them, you get an Admiral. I so mean, what- Dragon's not a, a fight first, talk later kind of character. No, but he's wanted. And the admirals have all had the stance of if you're in front of me and you're wanted, I have to do something, even if I don't like it. Um, I think he'd handle the situation accordingly. I mean, what's whatever that uh, I mean, if they're trying to kill him, he's not going to let him do that. Clearly. <laughs> Which like, is like, you have to die. Dragon's like, no. And you memes it. I mean, if, <laughs> and frankly, if Sabo could handle Fujitora like he did by frankly just not dying and I mean I think if any character could come into a conflict with someone like the Admiral and um, just you know kill time then clearly they're pretty capable because to be able to do that is something so I don't I don't think Dragon could probably handle the um at least two of the admirals not not like together but like um fujitora and um Greenbull on his own and then not like without immediately having to like force his hand now i i i, I agree with the uh what you said i do hate the sabo versus fujitora fight because it's the only fight in one piece where like oda's always given like these really high-end characters for for, for um Oda's always giving us these high-end characters like when they clash to kind of give us a context so like hey these are where these characters stand I accept I hate the Sabu Fujitora one because I think they both held back drastically oh I, I was think... gonna add that too it's like clearly neither they both didn't want that fight and they both knew the other didn't yeah Puggy. Uh, <laughs> no yeah so like I I'm not gonna necessarily I do think Dragon could handle an Admiral without it going to like this life or death battle I do believe that so I don't want to necessarily take that away from him I just don't like the Sabu Fujitora fight as like necessarily context for battle prowess even though I think they're both crazy fucking strong um this will kind of be t- to wrap it up here is uh, we were discussing in the group text too. And this kind of is where it leads to is what do you think a Sabo did then with um, 
that whole altercation of what happened to Cobra, him having Vivi, and Matt, are you finally willing to admit Vivi can be on the crew? Because I have Vivi on the crew in this. I don't want Vivi. I I don't. It goes back to the conversation of uh, first. First off, I stand by my point. Uh, Sabo saved Vivi from being killed. Um, but I I don't see. I I would love to see Vivi sail with them again, but I don't think that makes her a crewmate. I, she's not i don't think she's strong enough at this point to warrant being a crew member i don't think and she I think, wants to and it doesn't it, it she doesn't want to i think she fits better as a revolutionary in this case because she's always yeah. been a revolutionary since the since the moment we we saw her she left alabasta to save her country you know i it's it's always been about saving alabasta and now the idea that she comes back into the story uh to basically save everyone else's country i think that's very that's that's vivi yeah and that's always been vivi do you think the 10th crew member is someone we know i don't think we get a 10th crew member if sorry dudes no so i'm gonna gonna, gonna, i'm gonna i'm gonna stand on my hill i think i think i i have said it yeah okay so three options uh not at all someone we know or someone uh that hasn't been shown yet not if it's new i don't want it at all if it's new i don't even want it Um, i i like going into the final saga with this is the crew yeah i i'm gonna say saul is gonna be the 10th crew member (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna show up and that's gonna be the sign the and and his stupid she 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 face is is perfect with the crew Mr. Two comes back. Okay. My only thought of like the final crew member is, and it's why I get Vivi not being strong, and I get that as an argument against her, and it definitely is. Um, is the tenth okay. one being an honorary short-term writer? Because I think I think Oda did want to do something with that when he introduced how Odin was a pirate, or was like, yeah, Odin was technically a white beard pirate, then he was a Roger pirate, but it's like he was there part-time. And it's, I think that's a role that could technically be the 10th crew member is someone who rides short term for that final saga. Now, technically, Yamato's still viable for that. Yeah. Don't know if it happens, but technically he's still viable to be a literally a hired gun for an arc because you're going into this crazy part of the world. And that's kind of a neat role for him or mm-hmm. neat role for them. And so... I think Vivi also only because I my thing with Vivi is I realized after Wanda was concluded, I think I'm a kind of gun and I didn't like the character very much. I think I'm kind of gonna miss Keenamon. We've had you I'm boy. Gonna, I'm gonna miss Keenamon so much. I I don't like him as a character for the most part. Really? But when I thought about it, he just makes fart jokes and he's a bad samurai. It's when I thought about it is like I've been caught up with One Piece. Todd Zoro how to cut fire. Yeah. I've been caught up with One Piece since 2013, right? Like right after high school when I was like, okay, I want to get back into it. I want to get caught up. I've only been caught up for two arcs. And in those two arcs, I have known, because it's the end of Punk Hazard, 
I've mm-hmm. literally only known I've, Kinemon has been essentially a part of the crew for the entirety of the time I've been caught up with fucking One Piece. Yeah. And I'm like, Momonosuke's and Kinemon have been around since Punk Hazard. But they've, I, they've effectively sailed with the straw hat since Punk Hazard. Yes, but Momo feels more like a completed story. And it's weird because it is it's arguably just as much Kinemon stories as Momonosuke, but Momonosuke being like the royal member of the shogun, it feel and being Odin's son is like his story feels complete now. Whereas yeah. Kinemon is kind of like, okay, well, what's next? Whereas well, I, Momo, his, Momo, his story I figured is Momonosuke was Kinemon's story. Yeah. His whole yeah. point was to get him back on the throne. That was his whole thing. Yeah, but, like, it's like, but I, still... I, I don't get me wrong. Like, I think I'll miss them too. I kind of don't. I kind of just want the crew to sit as the crew for a bit. Like, we when they finished Alabasta, they went to Skypia, and I have a new respect for Skypia because it was the first time the crew got to exist as the crew without having to pick up passengers. Um, because then you hit water seven and then you meet Frankie and then you go immediately to Brooke and then they separate. And for one, for one arc, I got the crew just as the crew, no passengers, no new things, no nothing. And I think if we're coming into this final saga, I want to see the crew be the crew for a little bit. I wouldn't be mad if Vivi sailed with them. And I think at this point, I you guys turned it around for me. I I don't want her to be a pirate, but I think it would be really, really special to bring Vivi back and sail with them. But Sabo would also be there, if that makes sense. So it would be Vivi and Sabo, which would be like Ace getting to travel with Luffy and Vivi coming back into the story. I I see Arabaster round two. I only don't like that because I and this is a really like shallow point. I only don't like Sabo traveling with the crew is because Sabo just became his own character. Yeah, I yeah. don't. That's, that's really why. That's why I'm like I don't. Going back that's why I don't see two It's why I think it'd be really cool to see VV sail with them, but I don't think it'll happen. I think the I think she's going to be sailing, quote unquote, sailing with the Flame Emperor, and that's Sabo's role in the story now. It's it's interesting that Sabo's kind of overshadowed Dragon as a. Uh, as a revol as the revolutionary so i think whatever storyline goes on with that will go on with that i really don't want to every member of the straw hats has been alluded to in some way or talked about in a backhanded way since what like east blue you know, everyone, with the exception of Robin, I think Robin's the first one that was kind of like, no illusions, just kind of like, I'm I'm going to sail with you guys. Okay, sure, why not? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna throw... uh, I, I, I look at it and I go, like, I, I thought about this and I was like, like, I guess Chopper also kind of fits in that, like, Oh, like Chopper Chopper was also kind of had no illusions to East Blue, but every every character on the crew existed in 
like East Blue and Alabasta, which is essentially the beginning of One Piece. Jim Bay's referenced in Arlong Park. Uh, Frankie has ties to Roger. Brooke has ties to Laboon. And so I'm I'm cool with like it's why I'm like really rat like if you're reading One Piece, like it feels like Jimbei hasn't been in the story long enough to be part of the crew. But Jimbei was on Fishman Island, Punk Hazard and Dressrosa are one arc, and Zoe right. and Whole Cake are one arc. Mm-hmm. So and he's he's just out of the story for one arc. You know, Jimbei gets introduced in Impel Down, he's in Marine Ford, he's in Fishman Island. He's not in Dressrosa. And then he comes back in Whole Cake. Like Jimbei never leaves the story, really. <laughs> because while he's in while they're in Dressrosa, you get him on the cover story. He's doing a cover story adventure. So it's mm-hmm. like Jimbei is while he he isn't a, as direct as some of the other crew members, he is he's been there since forever. <laughs> I'm going to throw, and this is, uh, I'm going to kind of steal one of Jake's theories because I just Googled, because this was kind of my make or break point on if somebody else joins the crew, is I Googled how many commanders does Blackbeard have? Because I think that'll matter. Blackbeard technically has 10 commanders. Yeah. Now, here's the interesting thing. Officially, and I didn't know this, I thought he was just considered an ally. Kuzan is considered one of the commanders and he's considered these, if you go by this little jank fan list uh, that I Googled who is who they, so I looked at the Viva card database and Kuzan's considered a commander. And then I just, I clicked on another one that said 10 strongest. Cause I was curious, like other people's opinions on where people ranked Kuzan obviously ranked number one amongst Blackbeard's commanders in terms of how strong he is. And then I thought something Jake said a couple weeks ago, what if Fujitora is the defect for Luffy? Ooh, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. I like that. He would literally he would he would match up with Aokiji. You have two former admirals on these two crews that have been on this destined plot to go fight each other for the one piece. You've already got other matchups that have been not essentially as because it's even funny because like on this fan list, which I, I agree with some of the rankings, you know who the 10th strongest person is in the Blackbeard crew is dot Q. Well, mm. who's our funny little doctor who's the <laughs> weakest strat? <laughs> who's only got a thousand very bounty? And yeah. if your former Marine Admiral, like, because Aokiji doesn't have, like, and I know the anime openings have been, like, pretty cool about this. And, like, they kind of, like, match up the straw hats in the future. It's so, like you have, you have, uh, Kijiro and Sanji kicking each other, and you have Fujitora and Zoro throwing swords. And it's like, okay, you know, like, things that we've already, as fans, have kind of, like, matched up in our heads. What if they just don't? And what if Fujitora, who has this respect for Luffy that he gained through Dressrosa, doesn't like a Kainu? Jake, you are you're already like you are the flag bearer of the Fujitora is going to defect before the oh, end yeah. of the series. I don't... If he defects and he becomes the tenth right, because it, it doesn't have to be like I said because of Odin being a character, the tenth Straw Hat doesn't have to be this full time crew member. It could literally be a part time person. Because no one really thinks, at least I don't think, and I don't think most people do. I don't think anyone really thinks Aokiji is this diehard Blackbeard pirate. Fujitora is going to be the Watchman. <laughs> <laughs> I uh... who's your Watchman? The blind fucker. 
I will say though, you say that Odin wasn't a full time pirate, but he was under he was a full time crew member. Of yeah, either he was. Particular he was. Crew. He was the second. He was the um number two on Whitebeards. So I, I could go join the Whitebeard Pirates and Black and White bring me like the fourth seat just because of like uh it, what do you call it um inclusion. Whitebeard but, loved everybody and anyone who said yes, he was like, "You are my son." You're yeah. not. That's not true though because technically that seat was open until ace came along they never filled that second seat but no because whitebeard treats everybody like his son he so he valued odin but odin also was his son for like two months and then he went to roger it was i think it was longer than that though because if i remember that flashback he was on the crew for long enough to develop a bounty and like develop notoriety because i remember his retainers going yo we gotta go back to wano you're like wanted now like <laughs> you're it was you're, beco- you're becoming a pirate when you're supposed to be a king so <laughs> like and and then he joined like it was a really big deal for him to join roger i i associate like, long, that with longer whitebeard's than... personality and that whitebeard just loved every because whitebeard accepted ace because even in the ace flashback Ace was there for a day, and he was like, "Yes, you are my son too. Come to my giant hand. Give me a hug." Like, I think, I think, didn't Odin meet his? He met his wife on Whitebeard's crew, and then they had Momonosuke, and then they had Hiori on Roger's crew. <laughs> I think I remember this timeline. I, I'll be honest with you, I don't remember a hundred percent. I thought the okay. wife was from Wano as well, but I could, I could be wrong. I thought they met her along the way. No, she was with them. Yeah, she's from Wano. I think she's because her and um, your boy who died, the shooter from Whitebeard's, the Whitebeard commander. Uh, I forget his name now, but he died at the end of Wano, and I thought those were the three that came on board. They had Momonosuke very early on, and then Hiori. Sorry, no, Hiori's older. Hiori first, then Momonosuke. I do think you're right on terms of like they were on, they were born different crews. Because yeah, Momonosuke and Roger makes the comment about having a kid and like not being around a kid for a while. Um, and but I don't have a lot to support this. I just think it'd be cool to see a Fujitora versus Kizan a Kuzan fight, and I am cool with both the defected admirals being like the part time crew members because. Blackbird's got 10 commanders, so it's like you gotta match up somewhere. And well, they technically like... technically it they we don't know who his 10th one is. I'm going I'm on the wiki right now. And so you have your 10 Titanic captains. Yeah. And on. there's only and Aokiji is an ally. He's not Yeah, I don't even captain. believe he's fully on the so uh, fully okay. with Blackbeard. It just it doesn't it never felt like it made sense. I, I could see them doing this, though, as a parallel. And I've been saying it for a minute where I was like, oh, like the crew. And I hate it because I want the crew to stay together. But I was like, the crew splits up and then goes on their separate things. But they all become kind of captains of their own squads, basically. I've seen and that. So- I think we're that's a that's like a that's a what do you call it? Like, you know how. um uh, Kishimoto wrote like the little storybooks for certain characters after Naruto was done and he kind of yeah. just fleshed out some characters that's the kind of thing I could see in that that doesn't need to be in one piece itself yeah. um, well, I think I'd it'd be, be cool, cool with too. A... I think it'd be cool too because in some way 
you have Robin pair off with someone to go look at the revolutionaries. Uh, it, it, we talked about how how they want to like do all of these different things. Like Frankie probably has to meet Vegapunk at some point, right? Well, how do we organically meet Vegapunk, the revolutionaries? Because we should probably have Robin interact with them again. And we have to deal with Blackbeard at some point, And we have to deal with this at some point. Like, I don't know. Like, I could see the, I don't want to see the crew split apart. I'd like to see them keep the crew together. But I don't. The world is so big, and there are ten of them, right? I nine. <laughs> we, we, we've been arguing about who's going to be the tenth. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, with Luffy, there's ten. No, Luffy's are. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, as of right now, it's ten. Yeah, this, this okay. is why I'm also like, oh, man, I really hope they don't do ten because then eleven's not a good number. It's like, right now. Too. Right now, there are ten people on this boat, and I'm cool with it. An 11th person, and now my brain's like, I'm doing the that's a prime thing. number. I'm just, it's, it's also weird, and I don't necessarily know if they have to match up, but I'm trying to like, I could Google it, but that would take time. Um, is the amount of people on Shanks' crew, and so I'm curious if mm-hmm. Oda's trying to keep like all of them because there's definitely like five guys that we just don't know anything about on Shanks' crew, but are more yeah. prominent than the average knucklehead pirate because like. We know the ones that showed up in chapter one. We know Beckman. We know Yasop. We know um, the fat son of a bitch. Um, So uh, uh, there are two leadership, eight officers. So Beckman and Shanks are leadership and eight officers? Yeah. So you have eight. So you have Lucky Roo, Yasop. Some guy named Lime Juice. Wait a minute. Yo, I'm not even. I'm not even fucking with you with this. There's a guy named Lime Juice, (laughs) Bonk Punch, Monster, Building Snake, Hongo, and Gab. There is is a guy named Lime Juice. There is a guy named Lime Juice. And but like they do kind of pair off. Like Monster is a monkey. And I'm like, well, okay, that's probably gonna be a chop. Hey, wait, fight. the monkey that was chilling on homie's shoulders and crew member. Yeah, technically. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I'm just okay. saying. All right, let's look. Let's take a look at Buggy's crew. Hold no, on. No, 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 no. We, we gotta we, see. Ten seems to be the magic number. We got. We we gotta go. But can I just like point out? And I mentioned this a little earlier in the episode. Your boy works in a box. And he was like, oh, fuck, any names for the Red Hair Pirates? I've given out all my fucking cool names. <laughs> what, are you, what do you got left, Oda? I'm going to call this nigga Lime Juice. <laughs> I'm going to guess that he's missing all his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> One, like, two, three, four, five. Oh, I get it. That's a, I, Lime Juice is kind of a fire pirate name. That's a play on Scurvy. Yeah. That's actually, like, for a stupid name, that's kind of a... See, I'm turning one of those One Piece fans and give Oda credit for everything. <laughs> like, this nigga just... <laughs> All right. Right now, Buggy, on the wiki, it says it's six, but it's technically it doesn't account for Crocodile and... Uh, and... Uh, Mihawk? Mihawk. Does it count for Richie? It does count Richie. Oh, but shit. when and the you, Tamer? When uh, and Moji, yeah. They, they count. Oh, uh, fuck. So, but who else could get added to this? Wait, hold on. He has six, not counting Crocodile and Mihawk? 
He has, yeah, the, I mean, he has five me- members plus him, so six. So him, Alvita, yep. Mochi, yep. Richie, yep. Mr. Three. Yep. Kabaji, the unicycle. Oh, yeah. Okay, and then, yeah, so you got six. Mihawk, Crocodile, Weevil, and Grandma? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> What if Weevil's the tenth straw hat? What anyway. if what if what if grandma is just a big mom baby? Who who knows? Who's to say? And with that being said, I would like to appreciate everybody that stayed through for this episode. Shout out to Lime Juice. Um, Shout out to Lime Juice. Who would have thunk it? I'm not gonna get over. That. I'm gonna laugh in the middle of the night. Just Shout out to Bonk Punch. No, I'm just gonna look at me like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, you don't know how funny lime juice is. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I, I appreciate Bonk Punch, dude. <laughs> he started giving them niggas like actions for names. He was like, what, is, like, what does this guy do? He probably punches. What is well, that? You can't call him Punch. And I'm. And Oda went, yeah, I can. What what sound does a punch make? Bonk. <laughs> Anyway, as always, at I talk about 9080 at Shadow Riley, the Brambleberry on Instagram, Hard Fought Network on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, good, good episode, guys. Appreciate everybody for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Shout out to Lime Juice. Peace That's the name dudes. of this episode now. No, better, no, please. The